Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as Charles. Hey-o! Lots of things to talk about this week. Charles, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Everything's been groovy. Uh, a, a, a slight hitch during the week. Yeah. Yep. When I um, when I found out I was a Targaryen and I could control dragons. And you had white hair. And I yeah, and I grew like my slightly balding hair just grew fluffs of of lovely flowing white. <laughs> um, yep. And awesome. Then, uh, yeah, and then it, it did my everything came crumbling down all in one fell swoop. Sure. Yeah. As it does in the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the rock news this week, guys, this week of September 5th, it's Labor Day weekend, season four, episode 34. We're going to be talking about lots of stuff this week, including Bauhaus canceling their North American tour as their lead singer Peter Murphy enters rehab. Ooh. How did Alice Cooper react to Nita Strauss leaving his band to play for Demi Lovato on a recent tour? Tool drummer Danny Carey almost burned down the studio while recording Fear Inoculum. We'll hear that story. <clears throat> Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees is suing the FBI for spying on their band in the 60s. And this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, find out what musician's house burned down, which musician's house burned down, rather, this week in 1982. So stick oh. around for that. Weekly WTF and so much more. All of our links are up, rocknewsweekly.com. $3.99 a month, you can help us out. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. Google Podcast, Amazon Audible, all that stuff. Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly. Watch us live. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Some new albums out. Yes. Charles, fill them in. Oh, okay. September 2nd, 2022, my friends. 156 slash silence. That's an interesting, that's an interesting band name. Uh, it's uh, They have an album called The Narrative. Uh, yeah, I've, there's got to be a, a crazy story behind that. Uh, or there's not. Who knows? Maybe. Super lazy and. <laughs> it, could, it, could be, it could be that. It could be that. Blind Guardian, uh, the former singer for 156 Silence, uh, he came out with an album called The God Machine. Uh, the Blind Garden is um, a harmonica player. That is related to our favorite harmonica player, Chicken Marrow Nubbins. Chicken Marrow Nubbins, really? Yep. The wow. Callous Dow Boys. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, celebrity therapist, defacing God, the resurrection of Lilith. Uh, that's by Napalm Records, and that is also a um, a wonderful Enya-like uh, new <laughs> right. wave. Yeah, when group. you just want to relax and yep. listen to some kid-friendly stuff. I, I love it. It's like... Throw them Who on. can say it's, that's <laughs> defacing God? Um, Ensanguinate. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking yep. of Enya, and yeah, and that's Enya's cousin. Enya's cousin Ensanguinate, <laughs> and she and, and, and the Eldritch Anathemy. Anathemy. Epica live at Paradiso. Uh, the Par- Blu-ray. Paradiso. Paradiso. <laughs> 
the Blu-ray uh, slash CD because CDs are still popular, Chris. They are. Yeah. I was looking on um, yeah. uh, for, for a group that I was interested in getting an album, yeah. an LP, <clears throat> a vinyl, and the, the most expensive version of it was CD. Oh, the, yeah? The vinyl was only 20 bucks. And the CD was forty something dollars. Oh, like that's come like like CDs resurgence, like, like a resurgence. Yeah, of CDs, like they're retro. Yeah. Oh, the CDs are so retro. Yeah. Uh, Hawkwind, the natural enemy to White Snake, by the way. Um, <laughs> yep. And that's also, right. what happens when Katy Perry farts? Hawkwind. We, we are looking into you. Uh, the on Who. You. On you. Oh, on you. We are looking in on you. Uh, the Who. We interviewed The Who. Yeah. Yeah. We, good guys. Good guys. Great, it was a great interview. Uh, King's X, Three Sides of Juan, uh, Mantic Ritual, Mantic Ritual, Megadeth, the new Megadeth. Uh, a lot of my friends at work are talking about this. Uh, I'm talking about you, Drew and Carlos. Sorry, I haven't been able to respond to text. My day was fucking crazy. Um, the Sick, the Dying, and the Dead. Miss May I, Curse of Existence. Oceans 8 Alaska. That's Sarah Palin's favorite uh, group. <laughs> that she talks about them all the time. <clears throat> Trial, Feed the Fire, and Youngblood, Youngblood. You know, uh, for a minute, uh, for a minute, Lalo was, like, and his buddies were kind of, like, starting to go, hey, maybe we should check out this guy named Youngblood. And then he got, like, really kind of cringily, um, I don't know, kind of, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's like pop, poppy kind of a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Too bad. Uh, Bauhaus. I didn't even know Bauhaus was touring. So. Yeah. So they were doing a big anniversary yeah. tour, and they're going to be doing North American tour. Well, they had to cancel Peter Murphy entering rehab. Uh, lead singer P Peter Murphy uh, committing himself to rehab. Uh, it says the band put out this statement. <clears throat> It is with the utmost regret that Bauhaus performances North America have been canceled. Mm. Following a string of critically hailed reunion shows, Peter Murphy will be entering a rehabilitation facility to attend to his health and well-being. Well, Please. that oh yeah, that would be cool to see Bauhaus though. Like, yeah, I, of I know that I know this is great that he's getting the help that he needs, but I mean Bauhaus, the original kind of spurned on the goth generation type of a type of a band. Yeah. Like so uh, they're having to postpone these dates. You can get a refund. I hope Peter Murphy gets better. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's good that he's uh, committing himself to rehab. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute concert is happening this weekend, Saturday, September 3rd, a London, excuse me, uh, UK, the Wembley Stadium show. Uh, this is happening this weekend. You guys can watch, I think, uh, on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Pluto TV, MTV's YouTube channel, Paramount Plus. Make sure you guys check it all out. Brian May, Roger Taylor of Queen, <clears throat> Getty Lee, Alex Lifeson of Rush, Travis Barker of Blink-182. They're all going to be there. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Um, so check it out this weekend. It's all for free. At least you can watch it. Yeah. Hey, I remember this guy. Yeah, check him out. Yeah. Mickey Dolan's The Monkees. I uh, used to watch that show when I was a kid. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all did, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, well, he, Nickelodeon had its, like, Nick it, you know, the the... That where they did like the old old flashback, school, yeah, the flashback shows and stuff. So you, you could you know you could watch I Dream of Genie and the Monkey Show and like all of that cool stuff. Yeah, well, yep. he's so, uh, suing the FBI. An FBI informant filed a report about the band after attending one of their concerts in 1967. Hmm. Um, so he wants to know what the report was about, and he wants uh, apparently it was heavily redacted. Uh, this report says, quote. The concert featured subliminal messages depicted on the screen 
which in the opinion of the informant constituted left-wing intervention of a political nature. Huh. The report continued to describe the messages showing riots in Berkeley, anti-messages on the war in Vietnam, racial riots in Selma, Alabama, and similar messages which had unfavorable response from the audience. I I wouldn't think that, like, the monkeys were, like, in sync of their generation. Like, I wouldn't think that, I w- if I was the FBI, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, the monkeys are inspiring all these riots and shit. I would... I'd be I know, thinking right? like Bob Dylan, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, like the the people who are blatantly anti-war, who are actually saying it. They had a movie called Head that I remember that was kind of like their uh, avant-garde film, you know, and it was like they were starting to kind of go that way a little bit, like yeah. trying to be political, trying to have commentary on social stuff. Uh, the Monkey's File was actually released to the public in 2011, but it was heavily redacted. Yeah. yeah. So 11 years later... Dolans, the only surviving member of the band, filed a Freedom of Information Act uh, uh, to request the full uh, file, but failed to achieve his goal. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that the Freedom of Information Act was like a carte blanche. I didn't know that, like, that you could still redact. Yeah, it's um, not. That's interesting. I, 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 I didn't know that. So that you can get the information, but it still can be heavily redacted, apparently. Yeah, because it's like, it's isn't it like... 40 years or something like that. There's Some like a statute of that. But That's 67 would be well over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, See what happens with it. But I thought it was a that is interesting. crazy little headline. So how did Alice Cooper feel when Anita Strauss joined Demi Lovato's band? How do oh, you wow. think he felt about it? Uh, I think he felt proud. Yeah, proud. I think he felt proud. Happy and, for her? And happy for her. Um... I think Demi Lovato's a fucking weirdo. She is. She's a total weirdo. She's got that brand new pop punk album, apparently. Holy, oh, okay. Holy F came out last week. Yeah. Uh, she's been trying to be all rock and roll. And yeah, so Nita Strauss talking about Lovato's been looking to recruit an all-woman band for the tour. Okay. How she landed the gig. Um, she says, Demi is a powerhouse. The new record is so cool, so riffy, and so heavy compared to anything she's done in the past. I was really excited for the opportunity. I went to Alice. I did it face-to-face. We were just started in the UK leg of the tour. I went to his hotel room and talked to him and his wife, Cheryl. Uh, she says, They hugged me and were so happy and gave their absolute blessing. Yeah. Alice said, We're so proud of you. Yeah. Go out yeah. and shine your light. Have a great time. We'll see what happens for next year. Here, Here's here's why I, I initially thought that, that that would be his reaction. Because... Uh, we know that a lot of these personas, like from these stars, aside from Gene Simmons, because he's a total asshole, we know that a lot of these guys, <laughs> deep down inside, they're just f- like cut, fucking cuddly teddy bears. Like, yeah. Like Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, um, Ronnie James Dio, like all of those people that were these huge icons. Very true. It, it, and, and in, in <clears throat> reality, I've heard so since we've been doing this podcast, actually, that's why I initially went to it, because I found out that these people are actually just genuinely good people. Like and so he was, you know, he's he's happy. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Happy. Yep. So uh, yeah, uh, very cool. So let her do her thing for a while. Apparently nice. he's got his new guitarist, that is an old guitarist, Kane okay. Roberts, back into the band after 24 years. Oh, all right. So uh, he he played on 1986's Constrictor and 1987's Raise Your Fist and Yell. So he's back with the group now. So that, that guy's his fa- that guy's face matches his body like carrot top. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't mesh well. I know kind of funny yeah but cool awesome yeah so he's back with them awesome possum uh not so awesome 
Feist having to leave the Arcade Fire Tour in light of the accusations against Arcade Fire frontman Wynn Butler. Oh, yeah. Uh, she uh, Feist says that she will no longer open for the band, issued a statement about it. Um, several women have issued allegations against Wynn Butler, who maintains that all of the encounters were consensual. Yeah. Uh, Feist opened for Arcade Fire's first two concerts in Dublin last month. She was scheduled to remain on tour through September. Uh, Arcade Fire issued a statement saying, We are very so sorry to see Leslie go home, but completely understand and respect her decision. Oh, that's a good stance to take. So when your lead singer is like under fire. So at least they're yeah. not being weird about it. That was 1,000% written by the lawyer. I know, right? There's no doubt in my mind. Well, hopefully they can figure that out. Yeah. Uh, do you remember this story when it came out? <clears throat> yes. Uh, so three years ago, we were just celebrating the uh, three-year release of Fear Inoculum. Yep. And they shared this story once again about how Danny Carey uh, nearly burned down the recording studio while doing this album. Uh, so his drum, uh, his drum tech told the story. Uh, he says, quote, Dan's got like some geometry thing behind him. They're always PA and candles. Uh, it's very vibey. Carrie has a deep interest in sacred geometry and all yep. that. Oh, so yeah. So the drum tech, <clears throat> excuse me, drum tech Bruce Jacoby was in front of the console, and they saw his look on uh, of panic on his face, and they were like, what is going on? All of a sudden, the drum tech just bolts out of the control room, gets behind Danny, Danny's drum kit, where I guess Dan was playing with such power, that one of the candles fell over on his floor, Tom. Started burning the floor tom, so the head of the floor tom went on fire. Oh wow! The sprinklers almost went off and would have ruined the whole drum kit and the recording. So that they say that was one of the most insane moments. I was like, man, that's insane. That is totally insane. I don't think I've ever heard of a drum kit almost burning down in the recording studio like that. I mean, from the power, from Danny Carey's power. I mean, that dude just. Oh my god! I could see that happening. It makes sense, and I know all about Danny Carey. Like he's kind of like you know fascinated with the cold a lot of his t-shirts a lot of stuff on his equipment <clears throat> like he talks about it a lot yep um yeah it's it's it, it, it's impressive uh but that i remember we did cover that story though we did yeah we did three years three ago three years ago it's hard <laughs> to believe that fear inoculum came out three years ago um all right it's time for an ad and then we're gonna get to some uh yes. birthdays and all that so let's do um let's do krill reserve the uh the jingle. Oh, nice. Here we go. And now, a message from and now a message from one of our sponsors. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Cause all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve. Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea. Krill Reserve. Krill Reserve. Krill Reserve. Yeah, I love right. Krill Reserve. Gotta love that, some good old. That tune sounds Krill familiar Reserve. too. I know. But I'm glad that it it's a. Uh, I think it's totally it's, yeah, it is. It's like 100% original song. It sounds oddly familiar, but it's also oddly unique. Right. In many ways. Um. I love I love that Krill Reserve. I love that Krill Reserve triple baleen filtered. 
gives you that nice kind of salty but fresh uh, perspective when you drink it. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it's a salty and fresh drink because it's not, but that it gives you a salty and fresh perspective. That's when right. You take a few I like sips. That. I like that. I love it. All right, it's time for some birthdays. All right. So let's uh, let's get to it. Where's my birthday music? Nobody died this week. That's Nobody cool. died. All right. All right. Time for some rock birthdays. Let's get to it. Charles, yeah. take it away. Before we go off with rock birthdays, I got to give a shout out to Lalo, who's actually in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Right eh? now with his mom and oh, her yeah. boyfriend, Joseph. Uh, and he, Lalo actually got me this shirt that's a Spatula City shirt. Love it. Spatula love City, it. home of the Spatula. So from UHF. From UHF. I got, love that movie. So shout, shout out to you, Lalo, if you actually stayed awake right now. Yes. Happy birthday, Steve Paccaro. He's the <laughs> keyboardist of Toto. He is 65, and he is looking at something really fucking cool. Yeah, he's he's, he's cool, man. He's cool, man. He's like, they're, they're like, hey, can we take your picture, Steve Paccaro, for your birthday? And he's like, let me stare off in the middle distance. Yeah. And just, and re really, he's, he's looking at a hobo taking a dump right now, and he's just real, real contemplative. He's enthralled. Uh... Greg Erico, drummer of Sly and the Family Stone, Santana, uh, Life, the first family of funk. He is 74 years old, disputed, and he's got a fedora, and this is like the third week in a row we've seen somebody in a fedora. There's another one coming up. Is there? The, like It's like been fedora lately. Boom. Oh, Van Morrison. Back-to-back back fedoras. Uh, he's ah. a singer. He is 77 years old. And at one He's point, actually asleep right there. He is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he fell asleep. asleep. <laughs> fell asleep right there. His eyes are completely shut. Hey, um, Demon's there. He says, Spatula City. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Spatula City. He's Full in the Steven chat. Lalo. Yeah. What's up, buddy? He's actually um, snoring right there. Uh, Lalo, if you get a chance, <laughs> look this shit up. So Van Morrison does a very awkward performance of Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb. <laughs> One, and it, it was like this very operatic live performance that Pink Floyd actually, I'm not lying, Ben Morrison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, sure. yeah his, his vocals are just very strange. So look <laughs> up, in fact, audience, look up Van Morrison uh, duetting comfortably numb with Pink Floyd, and it'll just it's gonna blow <laughs> your mind. All right, Glenn Tilbrook, uh, you know, he's also that kid from uh, Strange Stranger Things. That just is. Just grown up. It is. That is the same guy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> it totally is him, dude. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know. No. There's know. one kid with a bowl haircut, and he, can, oh, and he the, still has yeah, a bowl yeah, haircut yeah, yeah. to this day. Oh, okay, yeah. It looks just like him, Could but be. like 50 years from now. Uh, he's the, the singer and guitarist of The Squeeze, which is also a burger joint in Sacramento. Uh, he is 65. <laughs> Squeeze burger. He is 65. Rudolph Decker. Uh, he's the guitarist of The Scorpions. He is 74 years old, and him and Billy Idol one time got into a fight over who looks the coolest. He looks like David Lee Roth kind of, too. He looks like David Lee Roth, uh, Billy Idol, and Lord Voldemort got into a fight <laughs> and... Uh, and he's got a guitar. It's a V guitar that says "Rock Your Life." It does on it. 
I and think that's, that's a bad translation. He's like, they're because they're German. So yeah. They're like, yeah, we wanted to say, fuck your yo, life. Rock your life. Fuck your, your life. life. We rock it. <laughs> yeah, American Joe, we rock you. Hey, rock you. Hey, rock you. Uh, Reb Beach, he's a guitarist of Winger. Our favorite winger, uh, oh, what's that kid's name from uh, Beavis and Butthead? Oh, Stewart. Stewart from Beavis and Butthead with yeah. the winger shirt. Uh, Alice Cooper, all right. Dokin, cool. And then White Snake, the, the 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 arch enemy of Hawkwind. That's right. Uh, he is 59 years young. Mick Moody, he's always so depressed. He's know, always so like, depressed. It's like, hey, guys. Mickey Moody. I'm yeah. just here, you know. Yeah, I'll take this photo, I guess. One second he's happy, one second he's sad. Like you never know what's happening. He's also a original guitarist of White Snake, and he's just feeling real good in that picture. All right, we got some trivia. I like his guitar though. Let's get to guitar. it. Trivia time! Time for trivia. <laughs> Cheers. This week. In rock and roll history trivia, guys. This musician's house burnt down. Oh. This week in 1982. Who was it, Charles? Who was it, chat? Musician's house burnt down this week in 1982. Who was it? Was, was it A, Keith Richards, B, Huey Lewis, C, Mick Mars, or D, David Crosby's Moroccan Mansion, set ablaze by a circus monkey, a cigar and a large vintage oil lamp that was supposedly stolen from an opium tea house that Wyatt Earp once smoked opium and shot David Crosby's grandfather in a dispute over crackers and a donkey. These are getting real elaborate. <laughs> These are like we need to take this and put it into a novel <laughs> and cut and like because this is amazing. Um, I love David David Crosby's Moroccan Mansion. I remember <laughs> 1982 actually seeing it set ablaze by a circus monkey on ABC Action News. I thought this was a um, an episode of Scooby-Doo. No. Uh, David it, Crosby's Moroccan, yeah. Moroccan Mansion. Rut row. <laughs> uh, it actually, so I would say that it's David Crosby's Moroccan Mansion, but it's not, and it's none of these people. It's the lead singer of the Talking Heads. Oh, it was the lead singer. <laughs> That's what... Uh, Foolish Demon says. Oh, you said that too? Foolish Demon says that in the chat. And oh, then no Solly, oh. Solly Pasta says Mick Mars. Dude, uh, uh, Lalo, we are like, I didn't I didn't even see your comment. We're on the same wavelength, Burning buddy. down the house. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that, that was my, um, uh, who said Mick, it's Mick Mars? Sally Pasta. Sally Pasta. I that, is, uh, that is the alter ego of... Uh, Oh my god! Oh my Tildy god! Sweenadu. Tildy Sweenadu is a Twitch uh, user. Oh, Tildy Sweenadu. Oh, dude, we have a she's six on Twitch. Time Oscar. She's in the chat. Nominee and cult veteran. That's right. Uh, Tildy Sweenadu of Wagonacon. Tildy Sweenadu. <laughs> my god! Uh, yeah, so that's my answer. I think it's a trick question. <clears throat> so what? what's your answer? Which one? Uh, lead singer of uh, Talking Heads. Ah. Oh, so it's not one of the choices. It's, not, it's, not. <laughs> it's one of the, Okay. All right. Hey, wow. The choices. Just, it's just, a trick uh, question. Just a trick question. You're going to surprise us with the uh, knee right All right. Now. Uh, Sally Pasta saying Mick Mars. Uh, some people saying David Crosby's Moroccan Mansion. Okay. What do you guys think? It's actually... Drum roll. Here's a picture of the house. Does that help? 
That looks like something uh, David Crosby. Keith but, oh, Richards. Keith Richards. Home. Oh, gotcha. Keith Richards' country home known as Redlands in West Wittering. Oh, yeah. Sussex suffered serious damage on September 2nd, 1982, as a result of a fire. My it hell. apparently took 65 firemen six hours bringing the fire under control. Well, that's 65 British firemen. Look at that. Look at look at this roof. It looks like it's like got fucking hay on the top of it. Yeah. No. No. No offense. No offense to any of it looks our. Looks like a Hobbit roof. No offense to any of our of any of our British listeners. Uh, I'm only saying that because you guys still have houses with fucking peat on the roof. Peat moss. Yeah. It, it, like. And I get it. It's not just it's just not you, but like, you know, 60 British firemen in 1967. Uh, Look at this. Or 1982 running around. Look at uh, this. Trying to put out like it's got to be super flammable, man. Keith Richards claimed the fire was caused by a mouse chewing through electrical wires while observers suggested he'd fallen asleep while smoking. OK, so I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that it was a very cute and lovable British mouse. And he was like, I'm just going to eat on these wires a little bit. I'm just going to chew on these wires then. Just a little bit. Just have a little snack then for tea time. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to put these in my <laughs> mouth. I'm going to just get a little nibble. He's apparently burned down a couple spots, or at least set things on fire. In yeah. 1971, at a rented villa in the south of France when they were recording Exile on Main Street, he passed out while smoking, while deep in the throes of heroin addiction, only to awaken as the sheets of his bed were engulfed with flames. Wow. He was also dating Swedish model Lil Wargillis in 1978. She alerted him to another fire when they were staying at a rental property at the famed Laurel Canyon area of L.A. They escaped before part of the roof caved in. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Dude, I don't see how Keith Richards is alive. I don't, I, I, that he's got, he made a pact with the devil. He must have, man. He made a pact with the devil. All right. Have you heard about this? How there, is he dating a model? I, that dude is. That dude is. He's, he's got him fooled. But I don't know. Yes, dude. I don't know. He must have a lot of money. <laughs> and now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, Lalo. What's up, fool? What? What's that you claim, homeboy? Huh? Forget it, Dad. You're just not cut up on the 2020s lingo. No, no, no. I'm hip, like uh, island boys. Uh. No, no, like uh, like Katie Eilish, uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, forget it, Square. What's the problem here, children? It's, it's chicken marrow nubbins. Well, I'm hip. Hip skippity doo. Did you just break through a load-bearing wall? Now gather round, children. Uh, I'm 43. Children, I want to know how cool you want to be. Cool as ice. Cool as chicken grease. As chicken marrow nubbins. So cool, that nubbins. So hot right now. And when you snack on my sweet, sweet chicken marrow, full of greasy spice and everything nice, you will be cool. So cool, like me, like the deity who met me at the crossroads so long ago. What? Oh, nothing. Listen up, children. I'm cool, because I play this here harmonica. Fueled by the slick chicken greasy vitamin A to Z in my bag of chicken marrow nubbins. A healthy snack packed with protein once you get past the bone. Hey, 
Will eating those greasy, broken sticks in the oven make me look like a cool dad in front of Lalo? Oh, sure, you bet. Well, I don't know. Shut up, Wait, get in the box. <laughs> Wait, are those sirens? Chicken marrow nubbins is so cool. Damn Skippy, now get yourselves a bag of my nubbins today. Those are sirens. They're getting closer. You know, how do you bust through walls anyway? I mean, looks like PCP strength. Gotta go. He put another hole in the wall. But he filled the hole in our hearts. Uh, all right, so have you heard about this? NBC reportedly uh, considering cutting prime time by an hour. They're going to move up the late night shows, and they want to take an hour away from programming. Uh, so here's the deal. So normally, uh, prime time w went from whatever. I think it was like 7 o'clock to 11 p.m., right? Yeah. Now they want to cut it to 10 p.m., and they're saying it's all due to streaming, that people oh. aren't tuning in long enough. People aren't watching TV as much. Yeah. No one's st watching, sticking around and uh, watching the late night shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're saying it could lead to earlier airtimes for The Tonight Show with Fallon, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and Saturday Night Live uh, in hopes to gain more viewers. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, I think that's a brilliant move. It's pretty smart, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, we just re uh, reported on this just a couple of weeks ago that streaming services for the first time yep. have taken they over. They got to adapt. Yeah, regular and cable. So now we're starting to see it. I think it's a good idea. I don't yeah, like seeing until 1130 anyway. I mean, who? To watch that shit. Yeah. At late, oh, why? Seriously. Yeah. Let's watch it earlier. Yep. I like Makes that. Makes sense. You see this photo that came out? Oh, the, no. The new Phantom Galaxy. Sounds like something from Star Wars. It does. Right? Yeah. But this is the first photo here of the Phantom Galaxy. All right. From the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, it's also known as M74. It's 2 million light years from Earth in the constellation Pisces. Are we sure that's not just some Italian dude's butthole? <laughs> Remember when the Italian guy did the salami? Uh-uh. Like, he, he put a picture of a, of a piece of salami, and then he said that it was from the James Webb Telescope. He was like an like some astrophysicist or something that like did it. Oh wow, how just funny! Just like a prank in it, and and people. I don't were know. Super that upset. doesn't look like salami. It doesn't. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Um, um, more than two million. It looks light like years it looks away. like the eye of Wagonathon. Kind of does. Yeah, like staring back at us right now. Uh, pretty awesome. I do know that Daisha actually had this. Um, Na NASA was able to. to uh, to record the sounds of a black hole. Oh, I heard that. Oh my god! Yeah, it sounds so like a creepy. <laughs> yeah, oh, kind of swirling around you, like a like moans. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's really weird. It's it's super event horizonish, horizonish. Pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, not so awesome. This is the last story to end it on this week. Kind of a negative one, but billionaire Elon Musk saying that the world's population will collapse. So oh, he's, okay. he's saying that the world's population is expected to reach 8 billion by the end of 2022. And he's saying that, uh, here's here's what he says. Well, the population rate might not be as high as it was between 90, uh, 1900 and 2000. This does not necessarily mean the next century will bring collapse. Advancements in public health and more women and children surviving childbirth create a boom in the 20th century as a whole and the birth control now has allowed for greater family planning mm. although elon musk is concerned about population collapse experts disagree and predict that the population will continue to grow 
to eight billion by the end of 2022. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I think that it probably will grow to eight billion by the end of 2022. Do you think we could be reaching that cusp finally? Yeah, but um, I think that we've been on the cusp uh for a while. Yeah, I think we've been on the the brink of 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 self collapse for probably longer than just the past couple of years it's like we're, we're i think he's saying in this next hundred like this this century yeah yeah in and then in the next century i i would say that that's pretty pretty rational to think that you know our food supply is going to dwindle or we're going to come up with some sort of synthetic miracle that makes us <laughs> like you know kind of rely on something like that that's like grown in the lab but other than that like there's no way we can sustain you know that many people um without some sort of collapse. Foolish Demon had a funny comment. I thought the salami thing was going in a way more disturbing direction. Oh, yeah. that That's the quote of the century. That's going to be <laughs> on my T-shirt. It's going to say, I thought the salami thing was going in a way more disturbing direction. That's, that's going to be our next T-shirt, man. All right. That's it for us this week, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check out the photos from our interviews. All of our, our links are up at Rock News Weekly. It's everything's there. All uh, at Rock News Weekly for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Watch us live, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. And have a good rest of your week, guys. We'll see you next time, all right? Peace. Peace. Have a good night. Get out of here. Get on out of here. You skit now. See ya. You skit. See ya, Sally and Foolish. Peace.